0: This episode is sponsored by Targeted Tax Relief. Do you owe the IRS money? Well, listen up. It's time for a good spring
1: cleaning. Start with getting the IRS off your back. Call Targeted Tax Relief now for a free consultation.
0: Targeted Tax Relief specializes in resolving really tough issues with the IRS. If you are someone who has the IRS on your back because of owed taxes, or maybe you are an accountant or a CPA with clients who have tax issues, I promise targeted tax relief can help.
1: Tracy started Targeted Tax Relief. She's an enrolled agent, and she can directly negotiate with the government on your behalf and work on a debt resolution settlement so you can be done with it and stop worrying every single day about going to your mailbox or answering those calls.
0: Call Tracy and her team at Targeted Tax Relief today. Here's the number, 888-843-4113. You'll get a free consultation and operators standing by 24 hours a day to take down your information. It is confidential and secure.
1: So call now or go to TargetedTaxRelief.com.
0: Welcome to Vegas Revealed episode 117. We catch up with Lisa Vanderpump on the opening red carpet of her second Las Vegas lounge and restaurant at Paris Las Vegas. I absolutely adore France. I speak French. To me, it was a dream to open in, in Paris. I love my Caesars family. And when they said, okay, if you want to create the sexiest bar, I'm like, I'm on this.
1: We also chat with NSYNC's Lance Bass, who's been here in Las Vegas a lot lately.
2: Yeah, I love my Vegas. You know, I used to live here years ago, so I really fell in love with it then. And I've always wanted to be able to get back here.
0: And we attend tons of events up and down the Las Vegas Strip. Let's get to the details and kick things off. You ready, Sean?
1: I'm ready. Let's spin that wheel.
0: Welcome everyone to Vegas Revealed episode 117. Dana Roselli and Sean McAllister here ready to talk about everything going on in Las Vegas and all the hot topics. We mentioned last week that we had a whole slew of events all in a row and we want to get to some of those today. Hi Sean.
1: Hi Dana, how are you?
0: <laughs> good, good. It's
1: I- I don't know how I'm how I'm feeling after so many <laughs> events and so many cocktails.
0: We did have a lot of cocktails. And that's the thing. So many people have said, because we post them on our social media, like, what's in that? What is that? And I've got to, like, take pictures of the menus of the things that we do and go, right. well, it's got this. And if I forget, I want to hit myself in the head and go, oh, sorry. I don't know. Just go try it. It was really good.
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. If we're talking about the cocktails that they're serving over at Wynn Las Vegas and some of their newly redesigned uh, bars and lounges. Even if we told you how to make these drinks, you probably wouldn't have the ingredients that they're using because uh, the mixologist over at Wynn, she's absolutely phenomenal. And she's actually created some of the ingredients that, that go into this you can't find them anywhere else
0: no and they were delicious and they're beautiful too they really Pacing are to they're the works eye. of art i mean, i had someone uh send me a direct message and say how can i get one of those passport wallets that you got that says win on it because i showed it in one of our videos yes. and i'm like i don't know i'm assuming they're for sale in the gift shop but you and i went on basically a cocktail tour where we got these passport you know kind of uh wallets in there it told us go here go there you know. Go to aft lounge. Go to overlook and pick up your cocktail. Get your get your passport stamped, and then we got a gift when we left. It was a lot of fun, but a great way to kind of circle around and see all the new changes.
1: It it was, and I it, it was nautical themed. There were you know uh, <laughs> uh, servers in nautical outfits pointing mm-hmm. us to where we needed to go. Um, the cocktails top notch. We've talked about the a lot of those cocktails before on the podcast um but what's new is uh the lounge aft which is kind of an outdoor lounge overlooking the lake of dreams over at wyn uh it's gotten a a, a redo mm-hmm. it looks like very Mediterranean, doesn't it?
0: Well, it does, and I've spent tons of time there through the years. One of my favorite places, when when family comes into town, me and a, a certain group of friends always go there and relax. I, I was a regular on that patio. So now it's Aft Lounge, like you said, and it does have that kind of theme to it, but what they did change is instead of just kind of tables and couch sets, it they have like built-in booths with like overhang umbrellas, kind of, you know? And I think the way that they've leveled it it's it's kind of just like a step down. I think they're able to add more tables in there. Right. And which was cool, but you're right. The look is very Mediterranean, you know, for sure and it has a certain feel.
1: Well, it it almost felt like if you were in a nightclub and you were over in the booths, like the mm-hmm. VIP booths. Right. That's the kind of feel that it had and it was almost stadium seating with that arrangement so that you could get a great view of the show that mm-hmm. happens out at the Lake of Dreams. So right. when does everything do. top notch. Thank you for having <laughs> us over the the cocktails were delicious, the the appetizers were delicious and everything was beautiful as usual.
0: Something else we did was go to the grand opening of Vanderpump à Paris over at Paris, Las Vegas. And this is Lisa Vanderpump's second location in Las Vegas. It's a cocktail lounge and restaurant and obviously, because it's in the Paris, Paris Paris-themed. And what a red carpet that was. She came down with uh, guys on each arm and her poodles.
1: And there were showgirls doing like the the whole, you know, Paris feather dance kind of Mm things. They had a big feather fans that they were doing a little, you know, show and dance with. And, you know, obviously it was a big spectacle when Lisa made her appearance on the red carpet.
0: It was. And people were
1: cheering. It was packed.
0: (laughs) It was a lot of fun. But uh, before we chat a little bit about it, we did uh, have an interview with Lisa, which was great. We heard, like, she's not really doing red carpet interviews. And we're like, you know what, Lisa, get over here. We're interviewing you for Vegas Revealed. So she obliged. Uh, So, Lisa, when you come
1: to Paris, Las Vegas, I mean, like, you really bring the Paris, complete with the French poodles.
0: Oh, absolutely. I lived in France for like seven years, so I absolutely adore France. I speak French. To me, it was a dream to open in in Paris. I love my Caesar's family. And when they said, okay, if you want to create the sexiest bar, I'm like, I'm on this. I got this, and I think we delivered. And you know, it's funny, Sean and I have been in broadcasting a long time, and we've lived here a long time, and the one thing we always talk about recently on the podcast is how no matter what, if you walk by your cocktail garden at Caesars, there is a line. You know what you're doing, and we just think... Of course, Lisa's going to open another one. I should know what I'm doing. It's our 30-something restaurant. But you know what? It's about the people that come for the ambience, enjoyment. Of course, the food and the cocktails in Van der Paris are off the hook. You're really going to see they're curated,
2: they're crafted, they're visual. It's a visual piece for the eyes. And as I say, it's been a labor
0: of love. It really has. And
1: I know that you're having your grand opening tonight, but is it too early to start thinking about The next step in your Vegas empire?
0: Right now it is, but who knows? Listen, we look forward to it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for supporting.
1: And I don't know if you could hear in the background there, but it was quite a scene outside of uh, Lisa Vanderpump's new lounge there at the red carpet. And a lot of people were there not only to see... Lisa Vanderpump but to see the cast of her show on Bravo
0: right I mean listen my friend Christina she's been waxing my eyebrows for like 15 years (laughs) I told her I was going and she said can I come she was like so excited! And I don't watch Vanderpump Rules, so I didn't know. But I was like, okay, yeah, sure, if you want. And she's like, oh my god, she's like a mother, and like you know, she's like, I'm gonna put on my dress. I'm gonna, I can't wait. I'll meet you there. This and that. So anyway, she knew everyone. She's like taking pictures with all these people, and there's so and so, and there's this person. I'm like, I had no idea who she was talking about because I don't watch the show. But let me tell you, I want to watch the show now because I did meet a lot of them, and they were so friendly and nice. And they all really were great to my friend who was kind of like starstruck over this whole thing. They were so nice.
1: That's so funny. Well, they've gotten used to fans coming up to them because they work at Lisa Vanderpump's restaurants in uh, West Hollywood. Right. So they're, well, I say work. I don't know whether (laughs) they're like, on the staff all the time mm-hmm. um, or whether they're on staff for the, the show. show specifically. <laughs> but they're there a lot, without question. Mm-hmm. And they get a lot of fans coming in and they're great with, with those interactions.
0: Yeah, it was a lot of fun and it was a great crowd there. We also ran into Lance Bass. He was there to support Lisa and her new restaurant and lounge. Lance Bass, we're talking about from Sync. The very, very popular boy band from back in the day, Bye Bye Bye. Um, we talk about the Backstreet Boys a lot. We don't talk about Sync as much. So I'm glad that we were able to talk to Lance.
1: Yes, yeah, so we pulled him aside. We didn't say bye, 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 but we said <laughs> hi, hi, hi.
0: <laughs> we saw you, I think it was last weekend, there was a sighting you were on. Yeah. I mean, it seems like you spent a lot of time here. So do you enjoy Vegas? Do you have plans to move here? How about a residency?
2: Oh my gosh, well... Uh... Yeah, I love my Vegas. You know, I used to live here years ago, so I really fell in love with it then. Um, and I've always wanted to be able to get back here, and we actually talk about it. So one day I see myself living in Vegas again. Now that Debbie and Nick and everyone's moving here, I'm like, well, okay, this, now I have friends here. Uh, but yeah, before the pandemic, we were here every three months. But You know, this, but we haven't been really back in a lot since the pandemic started. But now that things are lifting, we'll be back a good bit. That well, especially with this opening, we'll be here a lot.
1: Well, I know. And are you excited to have Lisa expanding her Vanderpump empire here in Vegas, too?
2: You better believe it when she was talking about expanding it in Vegas years ago. I'm like, this is the best thing ever. In fact, you should turn Vanderpump rules and start doing it here. Like, everyone's like, oh, we're moving to Vegas. Uh, So, I think this city was kind of made for her. You know, everyone loves opulence and luxury in this town, and you know and she brings that in a very authentic way
0: and I mean it's great to see so many I feel like you know Vegas is such a mix of things shows entertainment venues restaurants and I feel like right now it seems like everyone's kinda trying to come up with their own thing and a good mix of stuff do you feel like the variety of things to do here the variety of things that are even celebrity owned is a kind of a cool thing
2: it's amazing I mean Vegas is where everyone comes for you know their staple restaurant their staple club and it's just a great mix of everything. I mean, if you're a fan of country music, there's going to be something here for you. If you're a rap fan, something's going to be here for you. If you love eating, definitely a place for you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of for everyone. And I think it's just gotten better and better every single year. So, wait a second. Once you move to Las Vegas, is, is there, are you going to open up a Lance Bass lounge? Uh, there will all be a Lance Bass lounge, but I'm thinking about opening my own lighting store called Lamps Bass.
0: I like that. I told you there's something for everyone, for (laughs) sure. Well, fill us in on what you're currently doing. You just, you know, I know you do a lot of little things and here and there and you've got shows and you're mixing with others, but how about you personally right now? What are you up to? Uh,
2: Well, right now, raising two twins, which has been such a blessing. And, um, you know, they're six months old now. And it was incredible to be able to be with them every day, these first six months, because usually I'd be on the road, you know, three days a week, I was gone. So uh, it's been really nice not to be on the road during these first few months, which has been so great. Uh, but yeah, a lot of TV shows coming out next year. Uh, just sold an amazing show to a, can't say the network right now, but that's going to be my favorite one. I've been trying to sell it for 20 years. Uh, but it's great because, in fact, Nick Carter is going to be on with me. So together, we're going to be entering a new phase in our life together. Okay.
0: Well, we look forward to all of that. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, Lance. Love talking to Lance. I haven't seen him in a long time. He looks great, by He the really way. does. Doesn't he? I, uh, well, I, mean, I
1: feel like he's, like he said, he's been, you know, focusing on fatherhood. He, him, he and his husband have the twins. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like even though fatherhood can, you can have your hands full, <laughs> maybe he's, you know, enjoying the, yeah, the home life and happy and rested and healthy and Mm -hmm. yeah it was great to see lance yeah
0: he did look he did look very happy so um okay let's move on to john legend because we went there to opening night of his new show over at the zappos theater at planet hollywood it's been a couple weeks since then but he has plenty of shows coming up and a bunch also even into i think he's got some in august he's got a bunch in october so there's plenty of time to see john legend
1: And the show is called Love in Las Vegas. And if you are, you know, familiar with John Legend's music, you know that it evokes love. Mm -hmm. It's got that smooth swagger and that vibe that... You know it gets people in the mood i have no doubt that people are going straight from the zappos theater back to their hotel rooms (laughs) on the strip
0: it's a good date night show that's for sure it is if you're expecting to go in and the crowd to be like standing the whole time and dancing around it wasn't that type of show It was a sit back, relax, enjoy the music kind of show. I mean, John is super talented. I was surprised. I've never heard him sing live. I think I heard him do like some piano stuff and sing a little at a fundraiser before, but like for a full show, I was really, I don't want to say surprised, but I. Was impressed with how good his voice is.
1: He's absolutely phenomenal, and he's got the the backup singers. He's got a ton of dancers involved in the show. The uh, scenery is beautiful, um, and he really does tell the story of his. Music journey of his how he even got into music, and you know, the his roots in music from his childhood in the church, and the influences grandma has. So, it's it really a, a story of like how John Legend became John Legend.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. And listen, I don't follow a lot of his music, I know the main ones. Um, I enjoy listening to him play the piano and sing. He did a couple covers that I thought were amazing. And I felt a little bit more like, okay, I know this song, you know? So he did Bridge Over Troubled Water. Yeah. And he did, which was amazing. And he did Feeling Good, which is a very popular song that a lot of, I feel like artists incorporate into their Las Vegas shows. But he was great. His wife, Chrissy Teigen was there, over there in the front area on the VIP section. And she was beautiful.
1: She was into it.
0: She was into it. And the crowd was into Chrissy. They were. So I felt a little (laughs) bad because they kept yelling, we love you Chrissy. And I thought, oh my goodness, this is John's show. And then they showed her in like like on the screen in a video when he was going to change his outfit, and people started screaming. And so I did feel like a little like oh this is John show, but it, you know they're a power couple, and I think Sean Legend is almost known more for his celebrity and star power than he is for his specific music his certain you know songs i mean all of me is a smash hit right on and, and and it played mainstream radio for a long time everyone knows it it's played in every i feel like store where i go shopping and there's been <laughs> several versions but I do think there were some a lot of songs in there, if you haven't followed John Legend, that you just don't know. So if you want to go enjoy music, you want to learn more about John Legend and his music, then this is a great show to go to. And you'll expect some covers, and you'll expect an All of Me at some point. And, and, and yeah, he he did a good job.
1: And collaborations he's done with other artists mm-hmm. he includes in the show too. Yeah. So, But
0: I, I wanted that to go a little longer. Because he kind of yeah. moved through them, I was kind of a little like, "Oh, but you know, listen, it's his show, and I'm sure he's going to be either loving how it goes and keep it exactly how it is, or make some tweaks along the way."
1: Yeah, love in Las Vegas playing over at Zappos Theater. Uh, something else that we did that was we had to take a nap <laughs> in the evening. We did to to rest up for it. We went to Brian Newman's show. It's a late night show. Over at uh, the Nomad Library, that's inside Park MGM, uh, Brian Newman is Lady Gaga's trumpeter and band leader. And he appears with Lady Gaga in her jazz and piano show. And then after that show wraps up, he takes a little break, then pops over to the Nomad Library and does this show that starts like at 11.30 midnight. Mm-hmm. And it just goes right to the wee hours of the morning.
0: <laughs> it does. And I didn't like know what to expect as far as like if there'd be a menu or just cocktails, but I loved that there was a menu of some food that yep. you could order. I loved that the room was big enough, but small enough for this, like, intimate feel of, like, the late-night Vegas hang, and... And it's
1: beautiful. That yeah. room is gorgeous. Yes.
0: It, it, you know, and that's a restaurant normally. Yeah, it was fun. He came in. He had some showgirls with him, which I thought was really fun. Um, he had a great band with him, and, you know, I was talking to some people we were with, and they were like, you know, musically, this is insane, and I'm terrible at that, because to me a lot of times I'm like oh they sound great (laughs) you know like you know you had some drums and the trumpet and everything sounds wonderful but um you know top-notch band with him and different was it his wife that she did a little burlesque during the show she was there and so it was a good variety and kind of a different feel I thought I had always wanted to check it out we had never been before and we thought let's go Uh, we were celebrating some some birthdays and You know, I thought it was an enjoyable time. I thought it was good.
1: And uh, Brian Newman also has a lot of fellow musicians, his friends, who he brings into the show unannounced. Mm -hmm. Uh, While we were there that night, uh, Rashawn Ross, who was the trumpet player in the Dave Matthews band, Mm. was there. He came up, he did some songs, and... I know from uh, talking with at least a couple people who were also there in the crowd who are Dave Matthews Band fans, they saw him walking in, and they were like, oh, this is going to be amazing. We love him, love him in the Dave Matthews Band, but to see Rashawn Ross up on stage with Brian Newman Mm -hmm. was like kind of a highlight. It was pretty cool.
0: And I wonder if it changes, because now a lot of videos I've seen – On like Instagram and stuff It kind of seemed like A rip-roaring time I do feel like The night we went It was a little bit more mellow They were singing He was singing Some slower songs And it could be You know Whoever he has there That night That's the feel That you're gonna get Right So but it was You know It was chill enjoyable, chill, yeah. kind of fun when she did the burlesque and fun when he worked the room. There were moments that were super fun, but I didn't feel like it was like this, you know, rip, roar, and everyone's standing up, people jumping on the tables kind of thing, which I feel like a lot of videos that I've seen in the past from different nights have been a little like that.
1: Yeah. And I think the vibe can change mm-hmm. from night to night too, depending on, you know, obviously depending on. You know, the people who are there in the audience to see the show, depending on how, you know, Brian and his band are coming into the room that night to put on the show. So it does. It changes. But Vegas doesn't really have a lot of late night entertainment. And so, you know, this is a great option if you're looking for something after dark, after you go to a late dinner, after Mm -hmm. you go to another show. Brian Newman over at uh, the Nomad Library inside Park MGM. Definitely a great option.
0: And the next day, I slept in a little bit. Then I went over to IU Day Club at Resorts World. I wanted to check out their pool area. We were invited over there, brought a friend from my building. We had a blast. We went there. You know, it's I liked it because it wasn't, like, huge. Some of those pool clubs can get really big and a lot of people. There was just the right amount of people there, which I really loved. They brought a lot of samples of food out. Their tacos were incredible. I'm not going to lie, the chicken fingers and the fries that they brought out were delicious I as well. I love chicken
1: fingers. I know, but I always, so good. I always feel like I'm five years old ordering them,
0: though. I know. But I love them. But they brought out a big platter, and I was like, well, I didn't order them. (laughs) They just happened to bring them out. And then there was fruit. And anyway, we had a a great time over there. Um, A lot of fun. They had, like, two little pool areas. They had some areas that were up top, and they had some DJs, you know, in the corner that you could either hang out in that area, but the music was good. And people seemed like they were having a lot of fun. So I had never been there before, but again, that's over at Resorts World.
1: And then uh, I was over covering the NFL draft for uh, the show Vegas on – um, which Dana and I are both correspondents for. Part of my my job was to, with that show, was to go over and you know cover everything going on with the NFL draft. They had the whole strip shut down in front of the Bellagio because they had that floating stage out there. If you watched any of the draft coverage or really any of the national news, the NFL draft in Las Vegas was being talked about and being shown all over. It was quite the spectacle, and then there was a whole fan experience uh, behind the link yeah. and over by the Caesars Forum, which is their convention center, uh, back behind the high roller, Seemed the big fun. observation reel. It was so much fun.
0: I mean, all the different experiences I saw, like the running, like the, all the different, um, I don't know what you'd call experiences, games, Yeah, not there was games. like
1: a 40-yard dash. You yeah, that There topic. were you know, football <laughs> accuracy. Uh,
0: right. B- Throw. Skill.
1: <laughs> Tasks. Right. <laughs> activations. activations. Uh, you can kick a field goal. Uh, there was a lot of really neat stuff. Uh, you know, lots of displays from, you know, with memorabilia from the top stars in the NFL right now. Uh, you could get customized shirts, customized helmets. Um, I
0: mean, it was a football lover's fantasy. And
1: let me tell you, the fans who came into town were very well behaved, number one. And number two, they were just so excited to be in Las Vegas and taking part in the draft activities.
0: And while you were there, you ran into Chris Angel, who was a huge part of the draft broadcast. He did two stunts, right?
1: He did. So on day one of the draft, he uh, before the draft started, he wrote down who he thought was Going to, be, were going to be the players who were the first three draft picks, mm-hmm. locked his guesses in a box, hoisted it up above yeah. the anchor desk for the ESPN setup that was out there. And we were watching all this happen. Uh, so Chris locked his predictions in there, walked away, came back on after those draft picks were made. And if you were following anything, it was... Like a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. Nobody really knew who the first draft picks were going to be. Sometimes there's like inklings oh, this player is going to go to this team. This team's going to choose this player. There was a wild card this year. And Chris got every single one of those right.
0: Incredible. I, when you were telling me on the phone, but I was like, please tell me he got them right. And he was like, yes. And I was like, I expect no less. He get, always gets it right.
1: He does. And we were waiting to interview him backstage of the ESPN mm-hmm. setup. So I didn't get to see the broadcast of, his, of the, his predictions being opened up and read live on national TV. And I said, I was like, Chris did you get the predictions right? And he looked at me with the smirk that he has. He was like, of course I did.
0: Of course. I love
1: it. And then draft day two, he did his stunt where he's hoisted up in the air, upside down in a straight jacket and gets out of that. So definitely adding some Vegas flair to the draft.
0: Yeah. Because I always say his illusions are like my favorite. I love his big illusions that he does. And it's really cool. And you know, I'm not saying the the straight jacket really is an illusion, but it's that's more of kind of a stunt. it's a
1: feat. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Anyway, Vegas did a great job hosting the draft. I know there's a lot of chatter that the draft or a major NFL event needs to be held in Las Vegas, if not every year, every other year, mm-hmm. um, just because we're so well equipped to handle yep. that kind of thing. Everything went so smoothly. Um, well done. To all involved who put that on.
0: And I think Chris just posted yesterday that it was one of the most watched drafts. I mean his you know, stunt was part of that. So but he was saying the impressions were through the roof and you know, everyone just loved having it here. Yeah, in Las it was Vegas. great. Yeah. Um something that we're gonna be doing soon on the fourteenth of May is we're gonna be going to RPM Italian, which is opening over at Caesars. And then the following Monday, you and I have an interview scheduled with Bill and Juliana Rancic, who actually are partners in this restaurant. And if you don't know who Bill is, he won the very first Apprentice show. Yeah. Uh, very successful. Juliana, she's on E. They both live in Chicago, I think. Right? Yeah, they, they have-
1: relocated to Chicago. Yeah, and they have which rest- is like Bill's. I think he that's his hometown.
0: Mm, okay. And they have restaurants there, or a restaurant there. Yep. And now they're bringing a version over to Caesars. They're partnering with that uh, company called Let Us Entertain You, I think it is. There's a partnership of all sorts of people. Anyway, we're going to have more details on that, but I wanted to let everyone know we are going to be talking with Juliana and Bill, and we we'll look forward to that interview over at Caesars Palace. And then this weekend, we're heading to Derby Day over at Circa, and that's going to be fun. Watch our social media for that. We'll have plenty of posts. We can't wait... To whip out our derby best for the Kentucky Derby. I've actually never watched the Kentucky Derby live what? at a place. I've watched it at home. or like a party, but never out somewhere. So I'm excited oh, for the vibe.
1: It's so much fun. Yeah, We've watched wait. it before in sports books. We go and place the, the bet on the horse that we want mm-hmm. and then stay in the sports book and watch. It's It's exciting. It really is the best 90 seconds in
0: sports, (laughs) for sure.
1: So we're looking forward to that. And
0: I know that uh, Derek over at, Derek Stevens over at Circa is going to have a great party for that, right? He is.
1: And his wife, Nicole, I'm guaranteeing Um, is going to be wearing a fabulous derby hat and dress.
0: Yeah. And we'll be over (laughs) at the Legacy Club, too, by the way, uh, in Circa. So... Make sure you have your closed-toe shoes on, Sean.
1: Th- that's right. Yeah, I know. there's in there the directions. Is a, there is a strict dress code <laughs> for the Legacy Club, so we'll look forward to that. Uh, Dana, before we get to our tips, uh, I have I we didn't really talk about doing this, so it's a surprise, oh. and I know how much you love surprises. Okay. Um, but it's kind of a quiz. Oh. For nice. you.
0: Okay. Give it.
1: Um. So I know that we know a lot of Vegas headliners, and their names are household names Mm -hmm. across the country around the world. But how well do you think you know the real names of our Vegas headliners?
0: Um, I think pretty well. Oh, okay. I I think. I don't know. I think think maybe.
1: Well, then let's give this a try. Let's ease into it. it. Uh, Scott Thompson. I know you're going to get this. Carrot Top. Carrot Top, yes. Mm -hmm. Carrot Top is Scott Thompson. Uh, How about David Seth Kotkin?
0: I know this. Uh, That is, uh, oh, I know this. I know this. Um, Is it David Copperfield? It is. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was like a magician, but I was like, duh. And then I started saying it in my head. Yes. Yeah. So
1: David Copperfield's Uh real name is David Seth Kotkin. Um, What about Peter Gene Hernandez?
0: Don't know that one.
1: That's Bruno Mars.
0: Oh, okay. Got it. So I wasn't thinking like headliner like that. I got to remember because he kind of comes and goes. Because right. He's a headliner now. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Okay. Got it. Bruno Mars. Interesting.
1: Gordon Matthew Thomas Sumner. Ooh. There's Gordon Ramsay? No, it's not Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> he's not a
0: headliner either. <laughs> he's a chef. <laughs> um, Say it again.
1: Gordon Matthew Thomas Sumner.
0: I have no idea.
1: It's a one-namer. That's your clue.
0: Okay, one-namer. The
1: celebrity name is just um, one name. Um, the Coliseum. Sting? Yes. Okay.
0: I didn't know. Well, obviously, he has another name. It's not Sting. Right. I never thought of that. <laughs> okay, he's got a long name. He really put it down to one, just one. <laughs> well, here's another
1: long name. Okay. Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata.
0: I do know that. That is um, Lady Gaga. Yep, you got that. I knew that from her documentary.
1: Uh, Catherine Elizabeth Hudson. I don't know. That's Katy Perry.
0: Oh, okay. That's interesting. Never thought of that.
1: Uh, What about Eileen Regina Edwards?
0: Um...
1: Country on this one.
0: Okay, is that Shania? That's Shania. Okay, okay.
1: Shania is Eileen. Regina Where is this coming Edwards from? Where are you finding this? In my email.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, and last one, last one. Then we'll wrap up this little surprise okay. quiz. uh John Roger Stevens. I don't know that one. John Legend.
0: Oh, John Legend. Jesus.
1: So we just went to see John Roger Stevens. We
0: did. Isn't (laughs) that interesting how everyone has different names? And I know you said one more thing. That was a lot of fun, by the way. I thought I would know more. But I was thinking local headliners. I was thinking oh, people gotcha. that live here and have had shows a okay. long time. And you threw me with the, I don't want to say they're one-offs, but the ones that have come and gone. Right, and, the see? rotating.
1: That was so, rotating vague, so
0: local Vegas-y of me, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was.
0: But just wanted to mention, speaking of longtime headliners in Vegas, we did hit up Frank Marino's Drag Brunch, Divas Brunch, yeah. over at the Westgate. He's still in Legends. In concert over at the Tropicana, but he did a weekend brunch uh, with some of the divas that used to be in his uh, show, very long time show on the strip. So it was a lot of fun. They had Eliza and a Cher and a Celine. And I really enjoyed the Taylor Swift. Didn't you? She was really good. Oh he, my she. gosh. Yes. yes. <laughs> and she I wasn't was
1: expecting, I've never seen a, a Taylor Swift. Impersonator me either like that before. Really good, like a dragon impersonator, yeah. and it was it, phenomenal.
0: Yeah, the food was great. The room was someplace I'd never been, but this it was kind of down the hall, and I guess it was kind of a lounge normally for VIPs, but they turned it into this beautiful room. Frank was funny as I'll get out. Yes, his one-liners, and he's so quick, right? And then he was taking questions and telling stories. So it was an enjoyable Sunday morning. We went to the 11 a.m. show. For now, there isn't one on the schedule um, to come back. But I think, you know, as Frank always does, he's always got something in the works.
1: He does. He does. And I love that you can still see Frank over at the
0: Trap too. All right. Let's do some tips. All right. Our first tip has something to do with public transportation. Okay? It's not something we have a lot of here in Las Vegas. No, We're we're getting better at it. We for sure are. But... And the monorail has been around for a while. You just don't hear about it that often, right? Not a lot of people take it unless they go to a convention and they're getting to and from their hotel. I feel like kind of the locals and a lot of the visitors don't use it. But you used it to get to the NFL draft, and it worked brilliantly.
1: It was like the easiest way around that I could even imagine. And it didn't dawn on me until kind of at the last minute. I was like, oh, you know what? It might be easier to park at the Westgate, hop on the monorail, and just zip right down to Bally's and be right next to the entrance to the NFL Draft Experience. So that's exactly what I did. And they had available for the event... Uh, A two-day pass for 20 bucks, Mm -hmm. which is what I did, and that's an unlimited pass, too. So listen, if you're coming into town and you need to get around up and down the Strip, that's one of the easiest ways to do it. It goes all the way from MGM Grand down uh, by Paris and Bally's, Flamingo, uh, the Las Vegas Convention Center, Uh, the West Gate, and then to Sahara. So it really runs pretty much the length of that main resort corridor on Las Vegas Boulevard.
0: Yeah, the east side of the resort corridor, right? So like everything on the west, you'll have to cross the road, but it still may be a quicker way to get there.
1: Exactly. It's faster than waiting in traffic, Mm -hmm. I'll tell you that. But after I bought my ticket, I was reading around on the monorail website while I was on the monorail and I found out that there are $1 tickets for Las Vegas locals. Yeah. And, and then I, Dana, you reminded me. You were I, like, yeah, I told you that. <laughs> I
0: told you that. I always say that. I mean, I used to go to, for New Year's Eve, a $1.50. You just show your Nevada ID or you can scan it or whatever. Yeah. And it, locals get cheap prices. I mean, it's, and, and the thing is, is people think, well, where do, do I park to get to the monorail? But even you were thinking of the convention center and I was yeah. like, took a picture across the street from me and I said, this empty lot at Westgate. Where I think a lot of like, I don't know, trucks and RVs kind of park is very open. And you can park, or you can park in the garage or whatever. And there's a monorail station right there.
1: There is. It couldn't have been easier. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times the convention center has, especially for big events, they have uh, lots reserved for monorail riders. Yes. Um, So you don't have to pay. Um,
0: And I think somebody told me for the draft they did have free parking at the convention center. They made yes, it available. Yeah.
1: They did. Yep. But it could not have been easier. You get great views of the strip. Mm-hmm. You get an up-close view. You do. Of the sphere that's being built right mm-hmm. behind the Venetian. You go right next to that, which is going to make that a super convenient way to uh, get around once events start being held there. But I can't say enough great things yeah. about the monorail. It was quick, easy, convenient, affordable. It's a lot less than you would pay for even one Uber ride. Oh my gosh, a I ticket know. on the monorail and it's you can get unlimited rides for the cost of less than one Uber ride.
0: Oh, true. And I think um something that we might use more often, right? We have a lot of things over there. And you think about, you know, the walking. Some people are like, "Well, you have to walk you do have to walk a little way once you enter the hotel, but I mean, the thing is is if you're going to be walking around regardless, you're not adding that much more walking to the trip. You're just coming in from a different angle. Exactly. <laughs> so like, yeah. You're
1: going to be walking if you're down on the strip anyway. Mm-hmm. Even if you park in a parking garage, it's a it's a walk to get to anywhere inside of a resort. So don't consider the walking, but do consider the fact that a lot of places you have to pay to park now. True. And a monorail ticket is a lot of times mm-hmm. less than... What it would cost to way, park on the less. Strip. So,
0: <laughs> right? Way less.
1: Food for thought. Yeah, food for thought. And keep one other, money in your pocket.
0: Uh, true. And one other point, I don't know if it was with you. We were talking about the monorail, and somebody said, oh, I, I might take my kids on that. They might actually, they love, like... You know that kind of thing, and I was like, "Yeah, it is very fun, you know, Disneylandish, and you get to see some cool things. They'll go near the Flamingo pool yep. and see you know, and then you get behind the things, and it's fun to look at. so it could be a little family trip too, a little family ride, yeah,
1: and the announcement when they when it pulls up to the different uh monorail stops, like it gives you little bits of uh history Ooh. and like it tells you, okay, we're pulling up to Flamingo Station. This is the closest station if you are going to Caesar's Palace or." Whatever. So it, it gives you little bits of information as you're you're on there, too, to help you navigate the strip after your monorail ride.
0: I love that. Okay. Good, good tip. Um, another tip that we had was a new show that's opened at the Stratosphere. Now, Sean and I are going. It's actually The Strat. Sorry. It's not the Stratosphere anymore. They'll come over and slap my hand. (laughs) (laughs) The Strat. Uh, And it's at the Strat. You and I are going to one of the grand opening nights, but um, just want to let people know, because I feel like people often ask, like, what are the shows that I can't get anywhere else that, you know, maybe a little risque, but fun and different. And I think this could be something for that group of people that are looking for that. It's called Rouge. You and I were talking to our friend that is the publicist for the show, and he was saying there's a kind of a little something for everyone in the show, but it's very steamy steamy and sultry and and a little bit like zoom manity that was one of Cirque shows that was at New York, New York for a very long time.
1: Right. Because in that show, there was, you know, it was a very sensual show. Mm-hmm. There were uh, girls dancing with girls, girls and guys, guys and guys. Mm-hmm. And that's what... Rouge has. They have a, a cast of not just sexy females, there's sexy guys in there too mm-hmm. and everybody's, you know, being all sexy together and there's <laughs> all sexy together acrobatics and, you know, a lot of cool stuff that <laughs> they form this show around so i'm excited to see it i think it'll be a good addition right over at the strat
0: yeah and it is open now over at the strat so look it up rouge is the name of the show and we'll keep you posted on what we think after we go see it also a quick little tip lady gaga has a new single out and it's in the new top gun maverick movie Did you know that, Sean?
1: I didn't until you told me.
0: (laughs) I'm really excited about this. The single actually already came out. Top Gun Maverick comes out May 27th. But the little Vegas hook, FYI, is that Tom Cruise just went to Lady Gaga's jazz and piano show at Park MGM. She posted some pictures of him backstage with her, said thank you to my friend Tom Cruise for coming. And so I thought that was kind of cool. I love that they're kind of embracing each other, you know?
1: And Dana said, are you freaking kidding me? Tom Cruise is on the strip, and I'm not there in the room. Are you kidding? So upset. <laughs> I can't believe no one gave you a heads up. I can't
0: even believe nobody called me, but I'm sure he wasn't like.
1: What's Roselli up to?
0: Uh, that, and I'm sure he wasn't like visibly like just plopped in the middle of the theater either. I'm Probably sure he had not. his own section and some security. And but somebody did comment under the picture. Um, and I forget who it was. It was someone to do with the staff or a record producer. And like, he had a great time, too. He loved the show. So I don't know if they were sitting near him, talked to him backstage. But apparently, he really, really enjoyed it. It is
1: a great show. I
0: don't know. Tom is so supportive. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's a show for us today. That's your tips. Remember, follow Targeted Tax Relief on all their social media sites. Uh, they're great. They're sponsoring the podcast for us. And if you want to get the IRS off your back, if you owe money, Tracy at Targeted Tax Relief can help. Go to TargetedTaxRelief.com and get all the information you need.
1: Or you can call for a free consultation. That is a free consultation. Nothing better than free. The number is one 843 4113 Have a
0: great week, everyone. going Let's go to We'll stay up on our Let's go with Vegas, baby.
2: Let's get it.